everyone. Welcome back to another topic of... Oh, no. Uh, topic. No. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Let's keep it. <laughs> okay, what's the question for this time? Today's topic is, how does a cassette tape work? Okay, so for those who are too young, uh, a cassette tape is a piece how of... How young is young? Like, before the year 2000? <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you recognize what this the is, year then, then you can skip ahead. But if you do not... Uh, no, still, tapes... still don't skip ahead because we want to hear what Dimitri has to say. Okay, a cassette tape <laughs> <laughs> is a piece of plastic uh, with two reels in it, mm-hmm. and there's like you can imagine like a, a reel of scotch tape, except imagine that scotch tape goes off of one reel and onto another, so it's it like makes a little system where you can unwind one side and it ends up on the other, and then you can go back and forth. Okay, uh, now. Uh, that cassette tape would have music on it because that was the cool thing to do back then uh, because you couldn't put music anywhere else other than on these gigantic records. Um, So you'd put them on a cassette tape and it would be portable. Um, Now you need a cassette tape player and you'd put it in uh, and then as you play, something would go wrong and then your tape is no longer contained within the cassette tape. It is now external to the cassette tape. So you'd get a pencil, a number two pencil of a, uh, octagon is it an octagon or a hexagon? I think it's a hexagon. I think it's a hexagon. Um, well, you take one of these and you'd put it inside of your cassette tape and you start rolling the pencil to rewind the tape before it gets into big that of a was, knot. That was before the rewinding machine was available or that functionality was available. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, no, well, because that was when the the tape got out. Like oh. someone was like, "Ooh, I wonder what this thing does." Oops. Oh, when they pull it out, and they pull pull I the see. tape out, or you pull the cassette tape out and it. The machine still it, was holding onto it. It got jammed. Um, more likely. So, yeah, cassette tapes. Fun technology. How do they work? Yeah, well, how do you record? Well, the, the tape is made of plastic. Uh, and essentially, I think it's sandwiched between, like, two layers of plastic. You have a bunch of, for all intents and purposes, rust. So, iron is a magnetic metal, right? You make magnets out of iron. Uh, and if you have very, very fine shavings of iron... So it's like powder? Yeah, powder, essentially. You can cake it in between these two layers of plastic. So it's never moving. It's it's permanently there. But an interesting thing about iron is if you bring a magnet next to iron, you can magnetize it. And it will stay magnetized. And if you bring an opposite magnet, it will... Demagnetize? It, no, it will magnetize in the other polarity. So um. you're choosing the direction of the magnetization. Mm. Whether it's... Like on a on a typical magnet, like the the Looney Tunes one, it's you have a big plus and a minus on it. Um, basically, the same thing. So you would have um, a positively charged point, like portion of it, or a negatively charged portion, or anything in between. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you can magnetize this tape, uh, which is incidentally why they would say keep these away from magnets because you would erase everything and overwrite nothingness on oh, it i didn't did. know that same with it's the same system actually as a credit card so everyone hopefully knows what a credit card is um on the back of it you have a strip of magnetic material and it's the same exact thing so uh, when they manufacture your credit card they will write like positive negative positive negative some sort of pattern onto the strip and then when you swipe your credit card something will read that pattern Okay, so going back to the cassette tape, this works relatively similar. 
Uh, so you put your cassette tape into your cassette tape player. Uh, and let's start with recording because that's, that one's easier. You have essentially a magnet that's connected to uh, a wire, which is connected to a microphone in some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it works exact same way as in our previous episode. I don't remember which number it was, but we were discussing how does like information travel over a wire. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when you have a microphone connected to a speaker and you just have a cable running between them, anything you say in the microphone is going to come out the speaker basically. Similarly, anything you say in a microphone is going to rotate the polar the the charge of your magnet so that way it's more positive or more negative and it's going to go up and down just like the sound that's hitting the microphone. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, when you're speaking into your microphone, it's going to start making a wave on the wire. That wire is going to hit the magnet and the magnet is going to be like more positive, more negative, more positive, more negative, more positive, more positive, more negative, more negative. And it's going to start doing that dance in the same exact way that the microphone picks it up. And it doing that dance on your cassette tape, which is moving along. So it's rotating and pulling the tape across this magnet is going to record essentially your positiveness and your negativeness of the cable. Does that make sense? How does it know whether it's positive or negative it doesn't care with the the sound wave that is coming through it doesn't really care so as as the microphone so the microphone when you speak into it it vibrates back and forth yeah when it gets closer to the magnet that's right next to it uh it makes it positive and when it gets further it makes it negative or something along those lines so if a charge is already positive will it become negative and if it's already negative it becomes positive or like or are they neutral and then they get either on or off like so it's not really on or off. It's the amount of positiveness or the amount of negativeness. Does that make sense? No. Like, how is it that my speech is positive or negative? So let's take a pure tone. Like, ah. Uh, if you look, if you zoom that in, in terms of like the wave pattern that the air is doing, you're going to see a very uh, regular sine wave. It's going to okay. go up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you do a sound like shh, then you're going to see a sine wave that's going to go absolutely bananas. It's going to go like all crazy really, really fast. And that's what makes the shh sound. Okay. Okay. Um, so every other sound is in between a pure sine wave and chaos, okay. uh, basically, or noise. Or that, that noise. chaos is, is also a sign, uh, a sign function, right? But it's just squish. It's, it's super squished. Yeah. You know, like you can't tell heads or tails about what's going on. In yeah. There. Uh, whereas the nice pure tone, uh, it has a nice rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that rhythm basically um, is easy to pick up on the other side on the tape because it's going to make some parts of the tape more positive and then it's going to be less and less. Okay, it's neutral. Now it's going to be more negative. And then it's going to be more and more positive until it's neutral. Then it's going to be more positive. So it's essentially as if you had a piece of paper and you're drawing out your wave, it's going to represent your wave in terms of making the magnetic dust more positive or more negative as the tape moves along the head. Does that make sense? Kind of. So that will record essentially what you're saying onto this tape media. Now, it doesn't need to be like voice. You can put uh, binary data like on and off, on and off, and it will represent on and off on and off on that same tape 
Um, and we still use this technology for archival means. So if you go to the Library of Congress or um, like film studios, uh, we need to store a lot of data for a long time and hope that it's not going to go bad. CDs aren't, don't cut it. They, they go bad quickly. Um, but this tape medium stays relatively stable for 15, 20 years if you keep it in a cool, dark room. So it's ancient, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, like we still use it today. Uh, and it's cheap. That's that's the key piece. It's it's not expensive. You don't need to keep energy running it or anything. You just kind of put it away, and it's good to go. Um, so in any case, uh, let's let's go over the mechanism one more time. So you have your microphone connected to your little magnet. Mm-hmm. That little magnet is right up against your tape, and your tape is with a little motor. It's being dragged along your magnet. So when you hit record, it starts that motor. It starts dragging the tape along that magnet. And anything you say into the microphone, it's going to influence that magnet. And that magnet is going to influence the tape because it's much stronger than the tape itself. So whatever was on the tape, you don't care anymore. It's not there anymore. Mm. And you're going to put something new on there. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So on the opposite end, you want to listen back to your tape eventually, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So you're going to put that into a cassette player instead of a cassette recorder. And when you hit play... Instead of having a powerful magnet next to your tape, it's going to have a very, very weak magnet. And this very, very weak magnet is not going to influence the tape. Rather, the tape is going to influence it. So the tape, when it rubs against this very, very weak magnet or playhead, uh, that playhead is going to get a little bit magnetized, a little demagnetized, a little magnetized, a little demagnetized. And that is going to get picked up on a cable that's connected to it. Mm. That cable is going to run through an amplifier of some sort and to a speaker where the speaker will mimic the amount of magnetization it's getting, basically. Okay. And that's how you can hear something out of a tape. Now, the tape needs to rub against it, so it needs to turn, and it turns at the same speed that you were recording, basically. So the faster you were turning it, you can... Like, if you've ever heard the the stereotypical, like, that's because you're pulling the tape really fast against that playhead, so therefore the audio is sped up, right? It's You're just reading it as it's coming. Whatever speed that tape goes across it, that's the speed that the audio is going to play back at. Is it being, like, is it being skipped? Like, if you... No, it's not being it's skipped. It's not being skipped? It's being sped up. So that wave is now being read twice as fast, so it's extra high-pitched. Mm. Does that make sense? So it's, mm. it's closer together now as it's being pulled. Okay. So that's where those sound effects come from is because people had cassette players and you'd fast forward and it would still be connected to the speaker. So it's still going to it's still going to say it. And that was useful because you can tell where you're fast forwarding to. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, on modern computers, when you click fast forward, that's not at all what's going on. Uh, on older computers, it was because it's simple. But on modern computers, we're doing a lot of... Um, uh, inspection into the audio that is being played such that when you hear that uh, that tone, it's going to preserve that tone. It's just not going to last as long. So you're still going to be able to hear, but it's not going to be all hyper sensitive. It goes really fast. Kind of thing. <laughs> as my attempt to, to mimic sped up audio fails and falls flat. Uh, for all of those that... Uh, always wondered what was going on inside of that cassette player that you always had to rewind with pencils uh, because <laughs> there's nothing better to do. You can use uh, a pen. Not a round one. A round pen doesn't work no. as well. Um, 
If your finger, if your pinky's yeah, if your pinky is small, small enough, enough. <laughs> you can use your nail. Totally, uh, that that is a that is a memory that everyone will uh, hold dear to their heart. Um, but yeah, cassette tapes, cool technology, not really super useful as soon as the CD came out. I think CDs were cheaper to manufacture, um, and I'm not saying that cassette tapes hold data longer than CDs. I'm just saying that there exists archival medium that uses the same principles that works a bit better. Uh, but yeah, cassette tape's not, not the best technology, but it's super easy to record yourself. I mean, that's just the same, same circuitry to record and play. You just need to make use of it. Mm. I'm drawing a blank right now on if there's, <laughs> if I have any follow-up questions. <laughs> so we'll save those for a future episode if we do have any. Yeah, sounds good. And if you, our audience, has any questions about cassette tapes, uh i guess let us know and if we get enough of them then we can we can assemble a part a part two episode part two would you have anything else to say i don't know i'm sure i can think of something <laughs> this is me not doing any research so who knows how current or accurate any of this is and that's true i mean i'll i'll fact check us oh thank you um, and use this as an opportunity, like if this sounded interesting, like look up how cassette tapes work, because I'm sure, I'm sure someone made a super cool, like, uh, diagram and interactive animation on YouTube that you can go ahead and like really see what's going on at a nitty gritty level. The mechanisms inside of these cassette players are so cool. Like this was the coolest thing to take apart as your parents no longer needed it because they had CD players, uh, and they had lots of little Walkmans, um, laying around like it was so cool to take these apart um vhs like videotapes kind of basically the same idea um like it all it all works kind of the same so cool technology um was fun to play around with and take apart uh i encourage anyone who can find their get their hands on this kind of old stuff to do so because it's it's a good learning opportunity and technology was simple back then <laughs> like it it really is Something that you can wrap your whole mind around and kind of re-implement from scratch if you really wanted to. Like, you don't need super fancy equipment. Whereas nowadays, like, if you want to make a hard drive from scratch, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye! Bye!